podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world. Place to be, nah, dude, come over here, this where it's at. Yo, 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 place to be is on my side, dude, cause you don't want to be the target when I fly the coop. Nah, place to be is on my side, dude, cause you don't want to be the target when I fly the coop. Buenos dias. Come on, come on. It, we call it the, uh, the place to be. The place to be, yeah. Then I shall be. It is contagious. It is the place to be, and we are live each and every Monday. To do, to, to do worse than Josh Richard. Place to Be Nation proudly presents a powerful pair of pro wrestling pundits. It's JT Rosero and Scott Criscolo, and this is the Place to Be Podcast. Nation. Welcome back to another great episode of the one and only Place to Be podcast. I am your host, Jester Zero, coming to you in this very spooky, delayed Halloween spooktacular place episode of the Place to Be podcast from the PTBN studios. And joining me, as always, is my partner, Mr. Scott Criscolo. Scott, how are you? Good evening, JR. Hello, PTB Wrestling Network friends and family. Welcome to episode 638 of the longest running, episodic, motherfucking gold Yes, Halloween uh, has passed, but that's okay. We, we we celebrate holidays in extended form here in the... Uh, in now, the I'm bad with the math. Is this our 13th or our 12th? Uh, Thirteenth. I think I checked today. Thirteenth. It is the 13th. It's the 12th anniversary of the first one, as Dodie right. may say. So, <laughs> but yes, yes exactly. Yeah. Which pisses everybody off that they can't get anniversaries and, and combos. Actually, no, right? if it was Dodie, they would say the 13th anniversary, which is wrong. It's technically the 12th anniversary, uh, but it is the 13th, 13th of our Halloween Spectaculars, which is crazy. Yeah. It's one we've done every single year since we started the show. Yep. Uh, so pretty cool, of course, uh, around this time of year to keep it rolling. And we always try and do a little something different, break from our normal festivities here on the show. And uh, since death matches, Scott, are all the rage, we thought we were going to have a little death match focused yes. um, podcast here tonight. But to do that, there's only one tag team out in our podcast universe that we could yes. welcome in to do something like this. Mm-hmm. And of course, they are the co hosts of not only Extreme Through a Dance on the North South Connection, along with me going through the history of ECW, they're also the uh, co hosts of GC Dub, a game changing podcast, which is once a month on North South. And that is Jennifer Smith and Matt Souza. How are you both? Hello. Hi. So happy to be back on the mothership for a Halloween episode. It is an honor and a privilege. Uh, what ECW show are we watching uh, this evening? <laughs> yes. I believe Eastern Championship something. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, you know, obviously, like I said, the deathmatch stuff is is pretty hot topic in wrestling with GCW and other promotions that still have them out there. Um, it's a polarizing concept for sure. I know there's some folks that aren't as into it, 
Um, but I think as we've learned, GCW is kind of in the lineage of an ECW where it's not all death matches, right? It's a lot of um, hard hitting wrestling as well as some insane death match activity. Right. So we'll mm-hmm. talk GCW in a minute, but what we're going to do tonight is kind of go back to one of the OG death matches uh, that really circulated on the internet throughout their uh, late nineties and early two thousands. And um, it was a bit of like one of those, I don't know, Holy, Holy grail tapes, I guess that was out there, but mm-hmm. kind of was uh, a big deal. If you were able to get your hands on this and watch it. And we're going to watch the finals of the IWA King of the Death Match tournament from 1995, August 20th, Kawasaki stadium in Kawasaki, Kanagawa, Japan. And it's Cactus Jack taking on Terry Funk. This is a pretty legendary match. It comes at an interesting time in wrestling history. Obviously, 1995 in North American wrestling outside of ECW was pretty grim. Uh, ECW was was pretty hot, uh, you know, at that point. Not a ton of, like, really violence in 95 ECW, but it's, it's, it's a lot of chaos. I'll put it that way. Um, Cactus Jack was active in ECW during this time period. He showed up at the end of 94. He's there until early 96. Um, Terry Funk as well. So they're both active ECW competitors, and they are over in Japan, as they would often do to have this match. Now, the interesting thing about this show, and Maddie Sues, correct me if I'm wrong, but I leave, I believe what really ended up to this becoming widely available was via the Insane Clown Posse's Juggalo Championship Wrestling. Am I wrong? I believe that is correct, yeah. I, th- I think they ended up, like, dubbing over it and basically, like, doing uh, sort of like what we're going to do, kind of commentary over that match, I think, and basically just didn't uh, ICP's insane brand of nonsense over it. Yeah, I think you're 100% right. So they uh, released this as a home video and did their own commentary over it, which was absurd. Uh, that's the first way I saw this match uh, mm-hmm. in college, uh, in this whole tournament in college. My roommate uh, got a copy of it, uh, the ICP version, so we watched it. and uh, It's definitely some insanity within it, for mm-hmm. sure. Um, Scott, what's your? have you seen this at all, any of this? Yes, I, uh, <clears throat> uh, I did see... Uh, this tape, it was the ICP tape. I got it at a, at a con. It was actually a music convention, you know, that they sell like bootleg, you know, concerts and stuff, but there was like a little wrestling section. This was like probably 97, actually. Um, somebody (laughs) tells you how different tape dubbing is now. Somebody had the whole show, uh, on a tape. I think it was two tapes actually. Uh, Cause there's 13 that we'll go over them. And we'll talk about them. There's 13 matches total uh, the tournament. And then there's some stuff sprinkled in between, but the guy was selling it for like 80 bucks. Like what a dick. So, <laughs> so we're like, fuck that. I'll just buy the, the, the cactus. I think I paid like 12 for a cactus. And then it was some rando other Japanese stuff and maybe ECW shows or something. But uh, somebody did have the full IWA Kawasaki dream show, uh, but they were charging like absorbent price for it but i did i have watched this it's been a while though it would say at least 20 years since yeah yeah i'll say it's definitely been a minute for me for sure yeah. um yeah. since i've seen this jenny have you ever seen this match or heard of it or seen any of the tournament i definitely have heard of it but i don't think i've seen this match somehow okay. <laughs> well you're in for treats uh from my memory Can't wait. uh the but i want to also hear jenny because you're you're kind of within our north south PTB family 
probably one of the bigger connoisseurs of the deathmatch style. So how did how does that come about? Like, how did you get to this point to where you host a GCW podcast? Um. Well, you see, I like blood in wrestling. I like mm-hmm. grimy, um, just sick shit that would turn most people's stomachs. Um, that's where I scream and cry because it's the best thing I've ever seen. Um, there, there's something about a death match. There, the participants are usually unhinged in this really beautiful way, and I think it's it's it's, it's like a purely wrestling thing i think to like just have a fucking crazy ass ball to the wall bloody match and to me that's wrestling yeah i mean and we witnessed one recently up close <laughs> very up close we did. Yes. uh at gcw in detroit where you were uh, pretty much doused in glass and blood i was hiding in the corner with uh, other folks yeah were you were weak yeah. <laughs> well, I don't want glass. Look, I paid a lot to have my eyes surgically repaired. Um, I was not going to have risk having glass strewn into them. That should be the name uh, of the next GCW show: Doused in Glass and Blood. Yeah. There you go. Hell yeah! The name of the next show. Or surgically repaired I, eyes, also an. Or surgically repaired yeah. eyes. Yeah. <laughs> I wore flip flops to that show. You did. You did wear flip flops. Well, it was also 158 fucking degrees in that building, so I, I think flip flops was it. the best. Uh, was the best fucking way to go. So <laughs> yeah, got my foot cut by glass. I mean, I was ecstatic. I was it was the best show I've ever been to. It was the first show I ever went to that had shower doors. I thought that was I was very impressed by that. So that was that was a that was a new weapon. That's a GCW's hook now. Wooden doors and shower windows or whatever. It was very unique, I have to say. It was very interesting. Um it's funny because at this time in the mid nineties, because in the eighties you never saw any of this, or even in the early nineties. Um, like in Japan, you saw like, you know, the, the Stan Hansen's and even when he, when Vader first started, you saw snug matches where guys were potatoing the shit out of each other and, uh, and saw like hard way blood, but you didn't really see weapons per se. Like that wasn't an, that wasn't an Anoki thing. That wasn't a Baba thing. You just saw blood because guys used to like Harley race, like fucking just punch you until you bleed. Um, but it was about this time, obviously, when the script flipped. Now, at this point, uh, the E changed from Eastern to Extreme probably within a year before, obviously. Well, obviously. yeah, it was August of 94. So it's pretty much exactly a year before this. But yeah, so. even before that, they were already starting to do more of the brawling style. Like, that was their general presentation. The switch to Extreme is really just their way to get out of the NWA at that time as well. So, mm-hmm. um, But, yes, ECW really... At, I mean, I think it started around when we started our show, maybe a touch before, I think in November, November 93, there's some uh, crazy shit in there too. So I, that's when Sabu debuts, I believe. So I, I would say that November 93 is when ECW really starts to push the envelope yeah. a little bit. I agree. I agree. Um, all right. So why don't we go ahead and uh, line this up? We are watching this on YouTube. If you just search uh, Terry Funk versus Cactus Jack, it, it pretty much comes right up. Um, I am. We're all paused at 11 seconds on the version. We have the total running time of this. If you want to watch along directly with us, is 22:22, I believe. Uh, yes. Wrestling Bios is the channel, and uh, I just got a. I had to pause too long. Now I got another ad. So bear with me for a moment. But um, this is publicly available, so be sure to to hop on and, and watch along with us if you haven't seen it before, or if you are, um, you know, looking forward to rewatching it as well along with us in a group setting here. 
All right. So, all right. I am ready. We're all queued up at 11 seconds. I'll count us in. We'll begin in three, two, one, play. So I'll get a little intro here. And I mean, Cactus obviously uh, had the reputation of, of violence. I mean, some of his, even his WCW stuff is pretty yeah. crazy. A lot of his WCW stuff, though, was based on him um taking bumps right like more than like anything else it was mm -hmm. you know the nasty plunge the vader power bomb the sting match like a lot of it was really based in that this tournament uh had gone three rounds cactus defeated poor terry gordy in the first round terry gordy was really <laughs> uh, a shell of himself at that point uh kind of although we did see his little crazy uh rebirth match at ecw with he had that raven. unreal match with raven out of nowhere yeah. in ecw yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, but at this point he was he was gassed, uh, didn't have much left. So that's seven minutes that match. Terry Funk beat Leatherface um, in nine minutes. So I believe it was Corporal Kirchner, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. Yep, yeah. correct. Yep, it was. Um, in the second round, Funk beat Tiger Tiger Jeet Singh in a barbed wire board and glass match. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Cactus beat Shoji Nakam Nakamaki in a barbed wire board and spike nail match in ten minutes. Um, the opening round was a barbed wire bat and thumbtacks match for Cactus, and Terry had a barbed wire board and chain match. Um, amazingly <laughs> enough, on this card, right before this match, was Dan Severin defeating Tarzan Goto to retain the NWA title <laughs> in 12 minutes. Which I that, was that a death match? Because that ought to be that would be something. <laughs> it was not <laughs> Dan Severin working an armbar where while he's on fire. <laughs> the, uh, before that, the Headhunters defeated Los Cowboys. I believe it's Cowboy Senior and uh, Cowboy Junior. <laughs> El Texano yeah. and Silver King in 18 minutes. So they pretty much had a tournament with those two title matches and a third title match. Takashi Okano defeated Flying Kid Ichihara uh, for the International Light Heavyweight title. So three title matches plus the tournament on this card uh wrestling bios is kind of doing a little bit of a um intro here they were showing kind of highlights of i think what was going on at the time kenny omega for some reason right Maybe that have stuck was with the incredible highlights yeah. too the fire in the rain yep, yep. i'm i'm pretty so awesome. sure this uh that full show is out there on youtube i think I've yeah seen it on i think it is or no i think it is uh wrestling bios by the way is a pretty good youtube channel they got a ton mm -hmm. of stuff they do a ton of like docs and they, they they're doing some like the guy who runs it does some like uh Monday Night War thing and Texas Terminator Haas. He's awesome. So again, we're just running through kind of various clips about their careers as we go through this here. Um so the main event that we're gonna watch, Cactus and Funk, is a barbed wire rope, exploding barbed wire board, and exploding ring time bomb death match. Oh. Holy shit! I did not rolls, know that. Rolls right off. Rolls right off the tongue. That is the. Yep. I need to hear like Fink announce that. <laughs> barbed wire rope exploding barbed wire board exploding ring time bomb death match. What? So how did these two men? How did how did either of them have a career after this match? <laughs> Let's just say, uh, if you were at this show, you probably shouldn't have worn flip flops for this one. Uh, so. uh, well. I think by this point, both both a guys I think were toe. just a both guys were just a giant callus by this point, so they didn't yeah. feel a thing. Well, I mean, yeah. for Foley, like he's not even going yet. I mean, he's got years, got of years success of ahead of him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but he took that power bomb from Vader, so his you know he, he can't so feel a thing. Yeah, 
Yeah, so we're going through their stuff at Hardcore Heaven. This, this is really just like a narrating of their history together. Um, while we're talking Halloween and we're we got a minute to kill, I will plug over North South Connection. We're doing a No So Countdown series. It started on November first. It's going to go to the twenty third. Uh, every day we're counting down every War Games match in WCW, Crockett, and WWE NXT history. So, um, you know, when this airs, well, I think we're about six or seven in. Uh, they're going to be quick 10, 15 minute watches. They're going to drop um, in the afternoon every day. So be sure to check that out and share your thoughts on our War Games rankings. There's a video exclusive to the North South Connection YouTube channel. So uh, while we're while we're talking Halloween, figured sneak that one in. Hmm. Matt, what is your rank of Cactus and Funk on the ECW? Like we're not done yet. We're in you know mm-hmm. late '98, but what is your vibe as them? Like, say at the end of that podcast, which I think is something we're going to do, we'll we'll do our GECW top 50 or something, right? <laughs> what is, like, we're, right now, at the end of 98, where do these guys stack? Uh, I mean, I think they're both very high on the list. I mean, and Cactus's run there, all told, is pretty short. But mm-hmm. when, when you think about everything he did and how much he meant to that company in the short amount of time he was there, I, I feel like he has to be considered you know, high up there. I mean, just the promos alone, never mind the matches, the Kane right. Dewey promo and all mm-hmm. that shit. Like he, he's there for what, probably like what a year and a half, two years total. And I mean, yeah, he has that little, like he comes in early, then he leaves again while he's still on WCW. Mm-hmm. But then yeah, he's pretty much there from the end of 94 until he leaves. Tonight. So yeah, we'll call it a year and a half. All right. So in a year and a half, you think of everything he was able to do. I mean, mm-hmm. he was, he was must see TV every time he was on, uh, on the screen so i mean he's got to be highly ranked up there and same for funk i mean funk was a guy who was there before they were ecw he was one of the guys they originally brought in when they were eastern championship wrestling as like a name to kind of get the promotion off the ground so he was a guy who was really there since the beginning and i mean he means just as much to the success of that company i think as anybody else yeah. just just the name alone of him being there was a huge right. deal I when agree. I think of Cactus and ECW, I automatically think the promos uh, and his tag team with Mikey Whitbrick. Mm. And for Funk, like even now, um, at the end of 98, we're still seeing him mm-hmm. pop up in pay-per-views and uh, bring his brand of uh, insanity uh, to the promotion in uh, however he can. Mm. And, and <clears throat> ECW bringing Funk in was very different than like when in 92, when they were kind of branching out still as Eastern and they had like Jimmy Snuka and Magnificent Morocco, like those guys were just so beyond their prime. Like, right. Uh, let's put it this way. Morocco wasn't getting fed from a superstar Billy Graham anymore. So, <laughs> but uh, um, funk was different. Like those guys were just there to kind of fill the Philly seats, kind of, you know, the old, the WWF fans at the time who, you know, 92, early 93, who didn't really want to watch the, the, the carny product anymore, but they wouldn't have lasted this far. Uh, whereas funk, I mean, funk's craziness goes back to the early eighties when he would wrestle mm-hmm. Lawler in the, the empty arena matches and stuff. So funk already two people had that. Pre- and then of course the feud with, with flair in 89 funk already had that preconceived notion that he was fucking batshit nuts. So, he fit perfectly, even if had he not done any of this yet. Um, he had already kind of had that preconceived. But if he hadn't really dived into it yet, so 
this was even a bigger get than when they had all those guys like Jim Neidhart. When oh, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, was, and, th- those are the yeah. typical indie guys that just washed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this, they this were was different for sure. All right, in true Halloween fashion, guys, uh, we get tricked instead of treated. So mm-hmm. that version, which I'm sure is great by Wrestling Bios, but it's not for this podcast format. Um, it looks like that's more of like a recap of the feud and the match with narration. So we are switching channels over to Matthew Dunn, D-U-N-N. Um, and this is a 14 minute, 59 second clip. And this has the actual match itself clips from the tape. So we're going to, we're going to be good to go now. <laughs> this is the actual match. So I give us some time to vamp, I guess, but yeah. uh, is everyone on our end queued up? You guys all good? Yes. Yep. Scott, you're good. Okay. All yep. right. If everyone wants to pause this for a second, jump in, feel free, but we're going to go ahead and count ourselves down to finally watch this match in three, two, one, go. You can see we got the little tournament graphic here. This is the grainy type of footage I was looking for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Jack, Jack, Jack. That, that is too perfect. <laughs> I don't think it's. I don't think it's just. Go- oh, look at that fucking map. Okay, yeah, this My is gonna God. be for me. Um, Jenny, you I really. I think, I think I've said this before. You really need to track down the ICP tape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, I definitely they're, heard of it. In, they're insane. Pardon yeah, the it's right up your alley. It's right up your alley. Because you get all the death matches plus their insipid commentary all throughout it. <laughs> huh, I'm all for that. But I don't think it's discussed how much Foley is an attractive man. Like he, when, <laughs> I, I will stand by. I think that he's an attractive man. And well, I think especially in his younger days, like before his yeah, body sure. would face would beat the shit. Yeah, like, totally. I think, I think circa 93, 94 Foley is not a, not a bad looking dude. I mean, he's, you know, landed a pretty hot wife, so yeah, she got something going on. Uh, yeah. So this, um, <laughs> cactus already taped up. The Funk re- is already covered in blood. The, uh-huh. How are they already bloody? Well, they've already had two matches and in, in death matches. Oh, that's already. right. Yeah, right. they were in the double closet of fuckery match prior to this, or whatever <laughs> the hell it was called. <laughs> There's yeah, barbed wires. Uh, I love like the. The, is this out? It must be outdoor. Is this place outdoor? It's yeah, so it's dark. Yeah. Baseball stadium. It's, it's very baseball dark. Stadium. It's so dark, but the background of like, it's very um dystopian looking when when they do the wider shot. You see like, there's mm-hmm. like the window with just like the heads in it. It's almost like they're observing. <laughs> very creepy. Like 1984. Yeah, it's, it's almost like they're just like, like this is a experiment that they're observing. On. Yeah. It must be like a luxury box or um, offices or something. Kramer like just handed Jerry some junior mints as they watched the match. <laughs> yeah. uh, so pure barbed wire ropes here. Oh, oh yes. There it is. See the dystopian window in the background? Yeah. Yeah, very, very creepy looking. I, yeah. I love the shadows in it. It looks Yeah, it's, it's so weird. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how do you feel, Jenny, that Funk is wearing gloves um, and Cactus has his hands taped? Which, which approach would you take? Uh feel like the tape would be less clingy to the barbs. I don't mm. know. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm not entering this match with anything less than a hazmat suit on. <laughs> Is that just from Terry Funk's blood or from the other stuff? <laughs> <laughs> little, little A, little B. <laughs> oh. I like how they're warming up with some, you know, quote-unquote real wrestling here. Right. Uh, I'm glad we're doing, you know, baseball slides under the... <laughs> Fucking barbed wire. Is Funk wrestling in uh cowboy boots? I think he is. 
Uh, I mean, no, I think there's. Yeah, I say, yeah, cactuses. Cact- no, Funk's a regular boot. I meant cactus. Cactus, I think, is in because in, I think he did used to wrestle in cowboy boots back then. I think Funk's shirt at one time used to be white. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure. About three, about three hours before, probably. Yeah, was. yeah. Twenty-eight thousand seven hundred and fifty-seven. Yeah, that's uh, a big crowd. We're yeah. in this. It was Kawasaki Stadium in Kawasaki Kanagawa. Japan. I mean, for IWA Japan, like that's it seems like right. a big number. I don't know how, what they were drawing at that time, but are the Japanese um, crowds are they as quiet for death matches as they are for the other matches? Usually, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I yeah. think it's just their complete. I don't style. know how they do that. I don't know. I think when the explosions happen, they go crazy because it's oh funny. yeah, like, Ooh, it's yeah. Explosions, you know. But I, I think when they're like just wrestling like this, I think it's still relatively silent. Yeah. yeah. It that must be so weird as a wrestler that goes back and forth from like the <sighs> go from America to Japan and like have mm-hmm. that difference. Like right. you must be constantly second guessing yourself. Like, right. it's oh. good, you know? Mm-hmm. How do yeah. you know if it's good? How do you know if they like it? Right. It's like the quieter they get, the better you are. Yeah. Yeah. And especially like that type of crowd in a stadium show, because they always say it's weird that in the stadium shows, I guess the crowd sounds different than in a normal arena because it's all open air and whatnot. So like you can't really hear the crowd, they say, from like the middle of the ring. Yeah. So it's going to be doubly tough in this environment as you're, you know, bleeding out and dying for this thing you love. <laughs> that oh, oh, yeah. Is our first explosion. Mm-hmm. Oh, With some fire. Fire. Yeah, fire. Yeah, fire below it. Beautiful. God. I mean, Funk is perfect for these matches too because he's the master of the quivering cell. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He does the Apollo Creed thing very well. And I'm then he kicks course. out, of course. <laughs> so, this stadium was built in 1952 and it, it had a capacity of 30,000. So, obviously, this is almost a sellout. Um, then it got demolished and it was rebuilt in 2003. Uh, and now it is a football venue. So it's completely different looking than it was for this show. Um, and they've done like martial arts here. A uh, lot of, uh, you know, Japanese baseball teams play here. Um, FMW played here or FMW played here. I uh, did a show here. They did their anniversary show from 91 to 97. And then 98, it was demolished. And they did one more in 2001. So it's one of the more well-known Mm-hmm. Uh, venues in that general area, but now it's more of a football stadium than a, than a baseball stadium, which is what it was then. My God, Funk! You know that blood oh, from I can't Jesus. tell if it's because of the quality. I can't tell if it's from his eye or I, mean, it's like, like, I know, right? Under his eye, eye, over his eye, my eye. Just to watch him just slam into the wire like they would the ropes, you know. Yeah, there you don't bounce off though. You're fucking stuck in the barbed wire. Yeah. Okay. Second Another exploded board. board. Yeah, lined yeah. up. God. I mean, it's crazy as guys continue to wrestle as long as they do mm-hmm. after, you know. It's it like, really there is. It is. Mm-hmm. Oh. I want to hear the sound. I need the sound. You got to rewatch it. Explosions. It's a quick match. You can rewatch it after. Like I said, I'm pretty sure I think the full show is on YouTube. The uh the true commentary or the ICP? I think it might be the true Japanese commentary. I think I could be wrong on that, but 
So, I mean, for those of you who don't enjoy the deathmatch wrestling, uh, how does this rank for you? Like, you know, it's not oh, your jam, nasty. but so, so I I'm I don't mind the deathmatch wrestling. Like, I get it as long as I guess what I always have problems like is like the gratuitous deathmatch wrestling. You know what I mean? Which GCW does fall into on occasion, where it's just like, you know stupid spots for the sake of stupid spots right where there's no and i've called this out with ecw too right when it's just like oh it's just another public enemy brawl where they're gonna fight through the crowd like i need some kind of story or cohesion to it mm-hmm. i will say what gcw does well with it is that they make it feel like angry you know what i mean yeah. like it's not just i'm gonna hit yeah. you with a light tube like a lot of indies that do it do um what, what i struggle with the most is more like the chair shot stuff throughout the nineties, like mm. the, the headshots mm-hmm. to me, bother me more than like getting thrown in barbed wire. That's going to carve you up a little bit, but mm-hmm. not going to give you sustained long-term brain damage. Like the chair shot stuff does. <laughs> right. And that's where I've really been struggling with the ECW era that we're in. Mm-hmm. And even like as Chad and I go through wrestling war zone, don't if gets the same fucking way in 97, 98. Mm-hmm. Um, ow. <laughs> Fuck. Just oh, right God. 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 That was great. Oh, holy um, shit. So to me, it's more of the chair shot stuff and the head injury stuff that like makes right. me more cringe than like this mm-hmm. stuff. Even oh, what is that? Cinder block? <clears throat> that might cause some damage long yeah, term. A little bit. Yeah. God. He was fucking to put his hands up for that. It was either it was either a cinder block or a paint can. Yeah, it's really hard to tell the quality of the video. So I did. If you go to, uh, I think it's F. Let me find the official. I think it's. uh, Let's see. Yeah, if you go to the FMW Dojo uh, YouTube channel, uh, it has this whole show. It's two hours, fourteen minutes, and twenty-four seconds. So it's probably. Oh, I don't know about the sh- match links. I found the ICP version. It. It's on Reddit. ICP Stranglemania. It's an hour and a half video. Huh. Share your name. If you just Google ICP um, King of Deathmatch, it comes up. But, so if anyone wants to watch the ICP version, Jenny. Uh-huh. I'm gonna, I'll do it uh, right after this. I'm going to I'll put the other one as well. I love Funk doing the fucking spinning toy. The spinning toy, it's <laughs> killing me. It's so good. It looks like... Okay. That's crazy. Okay, who's this? Yeah, I don't know who that is. I am not as well-versed in the yeah. gentleman of the what show. What is he like, got? Is that Tiger Jeet Singh? It may be. It might be, yeah. Because he's assaulting Funk, who he beat him in the round before. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's Tiger Jeet Singh. Yeah. What is he using? A sword? It looks like, it looks a, cane. like a cane or a, a pimp yeah. cane or something. There we go. God. Right in the face. Oh fuck. Jesus Christ. Yes. Crazy. Like <laughs> as you careen into that board, so many well, things have to be going through your mind. Like uh-huh. what's yep. this explosion gonna feel? No, like? nothing now I gotta get barbed wire out of me. I yeah. may be on fire. I can't imagine oh, no, my too. hair. Oh. 
my hair getting caught in the wire is, is yeah. just it, uh, almost rather just plus with the explosions it's all burned and shit I mean I know there was a lot of shit in ECW in 95 96 but I think I remember the first like legit like moderately grossed out uh ECW matches probably the the funk uh sabu barbed wire where they're literally picking them out of their fucking yeah, uh, nut sacks oh, yeah, you know we, I mean? yeah, yeah we saw that yeah, yeah that's that's that was the first one I'm like ooh jesus fuck like I know at some point when is the uh, you guys would know obviously uh the when Axel and Ian had the, the yeah, that was before that was early. That was like that was, 90, that was, 90, that was 95. Yeah. 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 The glass Taipei uh, death match. Or the whatever. Yeah. The, the Bloodsport uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme. That's what they stole that from the movie Bloodsport. Um, yeah. So that, that's that, before, that might be before this even. Mm. Uh, yeah, it might be. It may have been earlier this year. Oof. It's probably not too far before this because this Another is August explosion. and I bet you that was probably in the spring. Does he have like barb? Oh, that's his hair. I thought he had barb like hanging off his face. Which is Kevin Kelly for this call. No one's been struck by the explosions. Struck by the explosions. Uh, so good. This is crazy. I'm, looks like I'm a fucking war zone. I'm, uh, I'm so it's I was January looking... 7th, 95. Was the accident, you know. Ian and Axel. It's okay, cage so match. Do they do month first or day first? Do we know? Uh, I think it's day first. Okay, then it's July 1st. <laughs> oh, it was Hardcore Heaven. It was a Hardcore Heaven 95. Yeah. Mm. So, they, so I'm just per- it was like I'm a just, month before this. So I'm just perusing through the clip that I sent, that I oh. the full show, oh. where they're wrestling during the day. Mm. And, oh my God. Yeah, Jenny, you, you, you need to watch this entire show. This is, I mean... These are, some of these other matches, there's like fucking pools of, of thumbtacks and Christ knows yes. what else. I mean, this is ludicrous. This whole tournament's fucking insane. Cactus just suplexed the ladder onto Funk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you'd love Leatherface. This guy looks fucking amazing. Kudos to uh, Corporal Kirshner because he looks amazing with the fucking. Who I believe is alive, like, right? There was rumors that he died a couple years ago and that he was. Yeah, like, no, in boy. Connecticut. He yeah. was like, a, they said he was like a truck driver and he died or something. Oh yeah, they start earlier in the day. It's pitch. It's totally like it's totally light out. So that's generally how time works. Yeah. <laughs> it is true, but it's Japan. You never know. Yeah, Japanese yes, time. Cactus has the epitome of a crimson mask. Yes. Hey, he's wearing oh. a crimson mask. That might be a 1.0 on the Muda scale. This play yeah. that Cactus has in the show. Yeah, like whatever his face is mother- completely covered in blood. Whatever these motherfuckers made, it isn't enough. No. I mean, literally covered in blood, his face. Yeah. Well, I think I, mean, I have to think back to his book, but I feel like he kind of knew this was a chance to get a bunch of notoriety as well. But yeah, um, I don't believe he ever thought he was getting to the WWF at this point. Like, I think he was kind of like, well, <laughs> this is what I am. So, oh my God. Fuck. <gasps> oh, my Jesus. Oh, no. It was a nasty cactus. <laughs> was on the ladder and Funk tipped the ladder and he fell all into the barbed wire. <laughs> Unprotected. <laughs> Funk just looks like this cadaver in the middle of the ring. Oh my god! Can't even protect yourself. Like there's nowhere to stop from something ripping you up. It's crazy. Anyone? No. Wait. What? What? That's it. And Mick's crawling over. <laughs> what? 
One, two, three. And then <laughs> and Mick Mick kicked out or uh, Funk kicked out a little too late. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they were just dead by that point. So like, yeah, right, we're well, done. <laughs> done that, to go home. That was his death throes. That last I think that's little. Funny. I think it's funny that uh, that that Funk threw Mick off the ladder and he got pinned. I think that's. I thought that was pretty great. <laughs> yeah, wow. maybe they could have done one more little bump, but I think they were both probably just ravaged and <laughs> completely yeah, done yeah. with everything. Um, all right, Jenny, what do you think? Where does it rank for you? I mean, I need more. Like, I, I, I liked it. It was awesome. I love the explosions, the crimson mask, the elbow off the ladder. I mean, it's, it's great. It's great. I mean, I just need like another hour or so of it. Matt, when you frame this, that it took place in 1995, mm-hmm. <laughs> like the same month as Diesel versus Mabel. You know what I mean? Like it's so radically <laughs> right. different. It's crazy. Yeah. Like the same month, like Nitro, Nitro launches like two weeks after this. You know what I mean? Like it's crazy. That's the match Diesel and Mabel should have had at SummerSlam. Something yeah, the, like the that. exploding bomb match. Just yeah. All kinds of barbed wire and ladders and shit. It could have had an atom bomb match and just have atom bomb. Wow. Match. You know, they could have done that. It probably would have hit like two and a half stars if they did that. <laughs> well, listen, it is Halloween, so we do have one thing we have to do before we start to wrap up. My key to the city of Gary, Indiana. Mm, look at this. And my go record from that novelty party song. Oh, man, Trey, look up at the sky. It's a full moon on the Sabbath. This is scary. Break it down. I was working late on my half Torah when I heard a knock on my bedroom door. I opened it up and to my surprise, there was a werewolf standing there with glowing gold eyes. He says, Tomorrow, my son, you will be a man. But tonight's the time to join the Wolfen clan. Tomorrow, you will stand at the beamer and pray. But tonight, let's gaze at the moon and bathe. Werewolf mitzvah, spooky, scary, boys becoming men, men becoming wolves. Werewolf mitzvah, spooky, scary, boys becoming men, men becoming wolves. All right, that was that was great, Trey. Okay, it's over. That's a wrap. Oh. The next day, what happened? The Toma didn't teach. Oh, I man. got up in front of everyone to give my little speech. Then my teeth turned into fangs and my nails into claws, and I nearly dropped the Torah when my hands turned into paws. I growled and I roared, and my rabbi did as well. It was a rocking werewolf zoo at Temple Beth Emanuel. Hey man, where you learn all these Jewish words? My manager Harvey Lemmings. Werewolf vomits for spooky, scary boys becoming men. It's our Halloween tradition, a werewolf bar mitzvah. Spooky, scary. Mm-hmm. Boys mm-hmm. becoming men, men becoming, men becoming wolves. wolves. Becoming wolves, yep. Yes. <laughs> Fantastic as always. Um, well, listen, this is a really fun Halloween expedition. Uh, I think it was a fitting one. So I want to thank you both. Uh, of course, you yes. can check out Jenny and Matt on many podcasts. Uh, the ones that we mentioned earlier, Extreme Three-Way Dance. It's every other Thursday, North Sun Connection. That's video and audio. GC Dub, a game-changing podcast, also video and audio, one Wednesday a month. Uh, but you both also have, obviously, a ton of other stuff going on. So just search them out on any of our feeds, Place Nation Wrestling, Place Nation Pop Experience, and North-South Connection, featuring the Jenny Position. Uh, Scott, you and I will be back in two weeks with WrestleMania 26. And uh, we'll have some news on that episode as well. It's yes, we will. Uh, 
perhaps embarking on a new journey here on the Place to Be podcast. You know, you're never yes. too old for new things. Even though we're 628 episodes in, it's never too late for a nope. change. Um, so, not at all. Yeah. So we might, uh, you know, be sure to tune in here about what we have cooking next. Uh, and then also hear our chat about WrestleMania 26. So hopefully everyone had a great Halloween. Of course, by the time this airs, we are past Halloween, but this is how mm-hmm. the schedule worked. Uh, and have a great holiday season. Of course, we got Thanksgiving and uh, whatever you may celebrate in the summer is still to come as well. So until then, we'll talk to you soon. Everyone take care. Stand by the beamer and pray. Uh, no werewolf bar mitzvah is coming your way. Goodbye. Peace.